Hello, Internet, and welcome to Show Sugar Spice and Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the show. You know it because you downloaded it and it says it right there on the box, but we're going to introduce it every time. I'm your host, Frankie, and this is my lovely co host, as usual. Oh, hey, it's Kay. It's Kay. And we're here again on Friday night after a couple slices of pizza. And being terrorized by children. Terrorized. I was only terrorized for like about an hour before they had to go to bed. So you had how long with them today? Well, you had the baby all day today. Yeah. And then you pick him up at three. It's funny that we call her the baby because she's like two and a half now. The baby, I mean, as in like the baby of the family. She is the baby of the family. I know that, but yeah, she is a two and a half year old little... Menace. <laughs> yeah. No, she... <laughs> it's no, the she... age. And then she just gives you the sweetest little smile when you turn around at her and look at her in the car. Yeah. Well, that's and the you're thing. you're just like, well, I mean, dang it. Now I can't even like... Well, when you guys, guys came to visit me at work today, I was opening up that door to come out and you were parked right in front of the the entrance and as i'm opening the door she's like waving her hands and i don't know if she's saying anything in the car but as soon as i open it she's like hi day how are you (laughs) so she's precious it's a fun time it's just sometimes it's tough to be a parent because like it's tough to look at it like eternally versus in the present because it's like oh presently you're being annoying and obnoxious but also like eternally like i have to actually work (laughs) uh to guide you to christ yeah i mean it's also not like every single moment of every single day is like a teaching learning thing like there's a lot that's just existing it's not what i was told yesterday there are <laughs> that's why you're supposed to make those moments yeah i know yeah and you bring it into your every day into your your normal daily rhythms um like deuteronomy 6 says and you're coming, and you're going, and you're lying down, and you're waking up, and you're eating, and you're I posted it. going by the way. I posted it to my group chat. So I'll just read it. Unless you want to read it. You have a better reading voice. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and you shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 9. Yes. And so that looks like weaving Christ and the kingdom and an eternal mindset throughout the mundane rhythms of everyday life. It doesn't have to be some hour-long, sit-down, quiet-time devotional. Mm. Like, I think it's... It's my opinion. I can't speak on his behalf, but I think that it's more pleasing to God to see you making him the foundation upon which the main idea you build your life and have your days and you're you're you know making him interwoven with everything that you do as opposed to just kind of like reserving that that one quiet window a day 
But that's kind of how this. Pod- I mean, it's not bad. I'm not. I'm not trashing people that are able to do that. That's great. But. Well, uh, clearly, it shouldn't just be that. Right. Based on. And like, like you shouldn't feel bad if like that's not something that. You can do right away. It takes time. It's a. I think it's a discipline. It is. Um, it's, so it's, it's definitely something that like you have to work towards and you have to be intentional about. Um, I'm not great at it. I would rather like multitask. Well, and so yeah, like I'll listen to like the Dwell Bible daily devotional while I'm doing my makeup. Not a plug for Dwell, although I hear it's a great app. Personally, I love it. I use Kylie's voice. I don't know what translation that is. It might be ESV. I'm not sure. That whatever translation is is the one that says, um, "The Lord is my shepherd; I lack nothing." That is not the ESV. No. No. Then which one is it? I believe it's either the CSB or the NIV. It might be NIV. I'm gonna have to look because I looked in mine and it doesn't say that. It says. Um, the Lord is my shepherd. I have no need. Mm. I believe that's the ESV version. It's been a while. Mm. I just I know I was listening song, to it, so. and it was it was that specific version. And I was like, ooh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, I mean, the Psalms is probably a great book to listen to. So Dwell is probably perfect for the Psalms and like Proverbs and stuff. Oh, I mean, it's great for everything. Yeah, well, I mean, in general. I, for me, I have a very hard time, like, sitting down and opening a book. Yeah. Um, Used to be great at it as a kid. Like, I would just devour books and sit there for hours reading. But as an adult, I just... It, I do I both. Don't I try to supplement to. both. It's it's easier for me to listen yeah. um, and meditate on it that way than to read and meditate on it. Yeah, I kind of do both. Like I have a hybrid between the two. Mm. Um, if I'm gonna listen, if I'm gonna listen, it's gonna be probably that whole chapter or that whole book all at once, depending on how. Big oh, it is. yeah, that's usually how I do um, it. If it's gonna be like a devotional, obviously I have to read it because mm. it's gonna be picked out verses for the devotional, which is fine. Um, when I did. Uh, the Bible in one year the first time I read that the first time um, the second time I did a hybrid of reading and listening um, because I was a few days behind and mm. reading just seemed a little crazy for me um, so I caught up at work while the machine was running and I had my headphones jammed into my ear so I couldn't hear it um, and I would just play what I was missing Mm. Or, like, what I was behind on. And that helped. Um, and that made me actually switch to the ESV because I really enjoyed listening to that version of it. Because mm. uh, I did my first reading through the NLT. And that was good. Um, it was an easier read. But I wanted more spirit of the word, if that makes sense. Or, like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember... The difference is, I think the NLT is the thought, and the ESV is closer to the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so, NLT is a great option for younger people that want to start reading. Or if you're like, I really have a hard time with reader's comprehension, and I want to go back to the Bible and um, do a full read-through your first one should be like the NLT or like, um, what's that other one? It's not the message or the passion. There's another easy read one. I forget. I think it might be the CSB or the American standard AS. Yeah. It might be the American standard Bible or right. something. I don't remember. It's been a while. I don't have that. Um, There's so many. There is, but they all pretty much say the same thing except for the message, which is just like paraphrase. But someone's like interpretation. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like the message because it's like, who is this guy? What are his credentials? 
Um, it's like someone's commentary on actually reading the scripture. That's kind of how it's, I viewed it. It's layman's terms. But it's commentary and layman's terms. It, he doesn't it, put his own saying, thought in? It's no. Oh, I thought he did. No, it's it's a general concept. But how do you know? Because like, the Bible's not always like literal. No, but I don't know. It's I consider it good for beginners and people new to the word. Yeah. Well, there's always somebody. It's baby food. Yeah. There's always someone that's like King James only, and it's fine if you live your life like that. That doesn't mean okay, that. Okay, doesn't. But that doesn't. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when they say that, they mean like King James only. And that's the only scripture that, like, that's the only version of the Bible that people should read. And I'm like, I don't remember Jesus saying, this is my King James version of the Torah. Um, so, throw who that is, garbage out the window. Who is James? Jesus is king. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, there's some pretty crazy history about King James that I've done research on. Mostly because I wanted to... Because I had someone come at me and was like, you should be reading the King James King James only. Um, my very, very first Bible was A Precious Moments King James. I have my aunt's somewhere. The tiny little pink thing. The one that I left yes, in Giddy's room? Mm-hmm. That's Annie Viz. It's a King James Bible and it's a Precious Moments Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell she read it because like, the binding is not like amazing. So mm. that's like super cool but uh i'll give it to giddy one day whatever so yeah so they came at me with the king james thing and instead of being like you don't know what you're talking about it's like i should probably look into this myself uh so i did and king james was like a super crazy lunatic and he was also a homosexual and like a whole bunch of other stuff and yeah He's probably not the best Christian icon that we should have. So, I mean, it's kind of a wonder that the King James mentions homosexuality as a bad thing. Then, wouldn't you think that he would have his version of the Bible not condemn? You know, it's... Well, I mean, maybe he struggled. And that's not to say that you can't, as a Christian, struggle with those urges. The other thing is, like... His track record just wasn't the greatest. If it's a struggle. During his reign. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's a struggle, how do you... If it was like a past thing, he was violent and homosexual and all this stuff. Right. Then I'd be like, okay, it was before he was King James. and right. the You're Bible. not your past. Your past doesn't He wanted the you. Bible translated to him from Latin, which is what the Catholic Church was doing. So... The great split from the two uh, churches before the Protestant Reformation. Is that the 1400s? Sure. Uh, Yeah, thanks, Luther. Um, Basically, what had happened was they were all reading Greek scripture, Hebrew and Greek, I guess. And then it was Greek. Everything was translated to Greek. And they would read that. And then Rome was like, we're actually going to change it to Latin. And the church was like, but tradition. And they were like, Latin. (laughs) This is Rome saying (laughs) Latin. Um, So that's when the Orthodox Church split from the Catholic Church. I think the Catholic Church wanted to like put some extra stuff in there, which they kind of did. Because uh, like that's not even one of the original languages. It doesn't. But make I don't sense. have all the history on this because I don't care about Rome. Yeah, I mean they have their ruins. No, I mean like the Roman Catholic Church. Oh well, I mean the Roman Catholic Church will end up just like their namesake. Yeah, well, if they in keep, ruins, if they keep going the way they do, uh, my favorite thing was the Orthodox priest calling the Roman Catholic priests because the Rome. Roman Catholic Church. No, this is a video I watched. Roman Catholic Church was trying to, um, I think they were bishops actually, 
have the Orthodox Church like sit at their table again. Mm-hmm. And the Orthodox Bishop was like, you need to repent, you heretic. And Rome was like, okay, this isn't going the way we wanted it to. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe uh fighting words. Yeah, maybe like a thousand years of nonsense would be your hint there. Um there's a bunch of other stuff that's kind of out of my wheelhouse. I would say what I think I know, but if you want to know more, you should probably look into it yourself. But yeah, and then from Latin to the English the first English I believe was King James. So hmm. Because he was an English king, I think. Yes. In the United Kingdom somewhere. It could have been England. It could have been Ireland. I don't, I don't know how the monarchs work, but whatever. So he wanted the... I don't even Usually, think he was an actual yeah. Christian. I just think that he wanted the book for himself. So, I mean, God used it for good because we got it. Yeah. So, even if King James meant it to be bad. What the devil meant for evil, God took. Weaponized it, use it to punch him in the mouth repeatedly. Yeah. So, well, we have Christine, my advice Christine, to Christine, the Christine. people that are like, what translation should I read? Read whatever one you will read. Yes. Like, one that'll keep you engaged. Like, if it's old English that keeps you engaged, which doesn't make sense to me in this current age, but if there's something that interests you and you will stay with it, then read the King James. New King James is good, too. I like the New King James. I don't read it that often, but it's less the thou art stuff. I was just going to say, like, if someone's like a Shakespeare aficionado. Yeah, if you like that kind of stuff, by all means. might enjoy the. It's a little harder of a read, but if you can do it and you love that, and that's how you'll honor God, then that's how I say to do it. But if you're looking for, like, a beginner's sort of translation and easier read that's why i like the bible app though because you can select a passage or a verse or whatever and then compare compare that's what i between different actually versions just to see what the general um idea is for what's being translated a lot of the time it's the same exact thing yes many times it is i'd probably say 99 percent of the time it's the same thing even in like I have a King James with Apocrypha from the Catholic Church downloaded to my phone. And even though I don't read old English, <laughs> old timey English, um, it most of the time says the same stuff. So no yeah. problem. We're good. Um, I, I can't speak Latin and I also can't speak Greek either. So, But uh, you know that some of those churches still do Greek or Latin, actually. You do know that because we did this together, right? We like did a, Greek a, Orthodox. Yeah, but like a Latin church. Yes, wasn't we, that? Yeah, for my grandfather's funeral mm-hmm. uh, funeral service, they did it in Latin. I believe they do Latin mass, but they had like the English translation on a pamphlet. Pamphlet. Yeah, uh, but that was definitely interesting. I'm glad we were able to like experience something like that. In our lifetime, because I would never have walked into a place like that. Sure. It's just cool. To see, it like almost takes you out of like modern day Christianity and brings you back to like an older style of it, which is fine. Like I'm still wearing jeans. Renaissance era Christianity. Yeah, it's almost like going to the Christianity <laughs> Museum or like medieval times for yeah, Christianity. It's... Well, I mean, that's well, some more people, like a spectacle or like well, um, entertainment. Most of that, like, um, branch of Christianity, like, that's what they view worship as. Like, that's what heaven is for them. Like, it's a glimpse of heaven for them, or something like that. Or at least that's what has been said to me. So, um, oh, okay. God doesn't want you wearing jeans to church. I'm joking. It's okay i i don't know actually was what does he want us to wear not shorts i wear shorts all the time a pure and contrite heart yeah 
Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Literally, like he says so many times, like, don't worry about what you'll wear. Don't clothe yourselves in like expensive clothing. Clothe yourselves in love and humility. Paul did have some like women should cover their heads and things like this. Right. And Peter was the one that said um, to not, you know, adorn yourselves or like your beauty shouldn't come from. What you wear. Fancy clothes right, and stuff. Yeah. Paul was the one that said don't wear fancy clothes. But Paul was like, men should Peter not cover their it. heads and women should. And Paul was like kind of rigid though. And we also have to like... Paul was also like a... Jew. <laughs> so yes, he's like, like very... Of like the highest order. Like yeah, he kept all of the laws. Very and he used was an enforcer to... of those laws. And so I, I'm not surprised now. that... Um, that he that was, was that. his yeah sharp sorry about that that was my phone um yahoo mail sent me a message saying we miss you you haven't checked your inbox in a while like why do you care wait it's all spam oh not the old one that you can't get into anymore no oh yeah that one would be helpful yeah that one would be helpful someone changed my password on it and forgot no, you changed your password and no. forgot because uh-uh. I always had everything no, no, saved no, in no, my no. keychain. No, you didn't. Uh-huh. This must have been when I had my Windows phone or something. Probably. But it's dumb because, okay, we're getting tangented, but I have to air it out. Are we really, like, on a topic, though? No, not really. Exactly. We're talking. It's fine. Well, we were talking about Bible translations. Transitions. Um, I have an Xbox Live account, right? That was linked to my original email address, the one that I'd lost access to. But Microsoft was cool. They had a thing on their website that you can go to and say, I don't have access to this anymore. So then they were like, okay, let's verify your identity. I did all that. Then I added my new email address. But that old one still is attached and I can't use my EA account anymore because it's like your email doesn't exist. There's something wrong with your account. And I reach out to EA and they're like, yeah, uh, we can't fix this because we're literally the worst company in the world. Unless you want to give us your credit card information. They didn't say that, but like EA, you suck. I said it Tell us on the show. Really EA is the worst. They ruined Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and they ruined... <laughs> And they ruined Battlefield. I'm sorry. And they ruined sports games. Like, I want to play... Sports. I want to play the hockey (laughs) game on my Xbox that I pay the dumb online to play. Right? Mm -hmm. I can't play online because it's a separate account through EA. So many accounts. And it's like, I don't want all this. Why do I have to follow an inception hole of logging into accounts just just to play? The annoying thing, like when the Xbox 360 was a thing, I turned my controller on, I was logged into everything. Mm -hmm. Now it's two-factor authorization. By the time I'm ready to play the game, it's time for bed. (laughs) Well, don't forget the updates. Don't forget the updates. Yeah, (laughs) don't remind me about the updates. (laughs) I spend... My friend put it the right way. I love how much time I spend waiting to play more than I do playing. So. Yeah. It's bad on PlayStation 2. So like. And PC. Yeah. Shaders. They're all really annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Downloading shaders. It's like, don't download no. the driver. I already downloaded the driver. Well, I guess we're not playing tonight. <laughs> this is all getting cut out. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm too lazy. Um, so the real topic was whatever you wanted to bring up. (laughs) Oh, that was just like a little side story today. So with Chubby Noon's Kitchen, I have those little Circe bags that I usually give away at church. Uh, A Circe is, it's a word that's, it's mainly used in the South of the United States. Um, and it's got like Scottish, Irish origins. It's slang, basically. It's not like a formally recognized word. Um, so there's no one really knows how it's spelled. It's more just like a verbal kind of a thing. Um, but 
Circe is the word that's used to describe a small, thoughtful gift for no reason. That's a surprise. Like, you surprise someone with, like, a small, thoughtful little gift. Just because. Circe. Circe. Interesting. Um, And so, it's just like a bag. It's got, like, some macarons and it's got a couple cookies in it. And a little card that's like, surprise, you've been Circe'd. You know, it's just like a small little sweet blessing to show you that you're seen and loved in a tangible way. Um, And so on Fridays, I started taking a bag, just one, uh, when I go to pick up my son from school. He's in kindergarten. And every day they walk each kid to their car if, like, you're a car rider. And so, like, most of the time he's got a different teacher, like, Which our son is, though. A car rider because yes. he could never survive on a bus. Oh yeah, <laughs> he pulled the emergency door. <laughs> yeah, he'd probably cry and get just be cry on the bus. Yeah, unless he had a friend to ride with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but we live so close to the school; it doesn't matter. It makes sense. To yeah, to no, ride it's bus. it's three minutes. Yeah. Um, and so this week, uh, there's a girl I haven't seen her before. She didn't look like she was dressed like a teacher or anything maybe she was like a helper or an aide I don't know um but I handed it to her I was like oh this is for you and like she was like super happy about it and then when Gabe's teacher was texting me about how he you know did today he had a great day um and she was like oh I got uh, a bag of your cookies um from the car line did you want me to like give that to somebody specific and I'm like oh I, I guess the girl I gave them to didn't want them she was like oh no she she couldn't have them she's allergic to dairy oh. and I'm like oh that's like my worst fear when I do this <laughs> everybody's allergic to stuff now I know and it's like sometimes it's got like peanut butter in it sometimes it's always dairy um, there is gluten like the, the macarons are gluten free um you know, but like you, you'd never know. Like, oh, what if they have a nut allergy mm. or what have you? So, yeah, you you kind of take a gamble when you just like hand a random person mm. a bag of goodies. But like, usually they know somebody that can enjoy it, even if they can't themselves. It's in that instance, it's the thought that counts. Right. Um, I do have a. Um... Are you done with that? Yeah. No, that was it. Cause, like, <laughs> it was just like this thing that I always fear in the back of my mind happens like i hand somebody a cersei bag with some treats in it and they are allergic and they're like yeah i can't have this i have a question for catholics please send me an email or an orthodox christian when ssjc podcast at gmail.com i think yeah that's right um i won't read it on air because i keep forgetting to log in every time we do this but uh What do you do when someone's gluten-free? Because, like, you remember how the... How they made their bread? Yeah, I'm trying to think of a way to say it say without being, being offensive and disrespe- <laughs> disrespectful. I'm just going to say it how I see it. So when the Pope is over there with his easy bake oven making the bread. <laughs> it's not the Pope, it's the priest, right? I don't mean this to be disrespectful. It's just that's I find things funny. I can't sit with my brother during these stupid things. <laughs> um, not stupid things, but you know what I mean. I can't sit next to my brother. And this is where if my there is goes. potential for stupid behavior. Yeah, if there's potential on their for part. a comedic moment. Yes. Yeah, we're going to take it. Um, when he's preparing the Eucharist, which they literally believe that it is Jesus's body. Okay. And they give the bread out. Like human Jesus. They believe it's his flesh. Human Jesus. They believe the bread is his flesh. And it does a transconfiguration. Transfixiation. Trans something. Transubstantiation. Yes. <laughs> Transformation. <laughs> Transformers. Oh, uh, we are getting a one star review on this episode today. 
<laughs> I'm getting you had to plug the email. I'm gonna have an inbox full of garbage now. Um, we're Protestants. Everything is funny. Um, I mean, there's freedom in Christ. Yes, I'm sure he's laughing at my idiotry. Idiot. Idiotry. Idiotry. Yes. <laughs> talk to Okay, me. Poppy. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. This was a what bad do you idea. you call a stupid... <laughs> um, I forgot the scientific word for tree. I don't know. <laughs> it starts with an A. It's fine. Uh, what do you do when someone's gluten-free? Do you just say, God is not for you? Like, Jesus is not for you? I don't... Because, like, you have to make his body with gluten? They make the bread. I don't know if there's... Is it automatically gluten-free? Maybe they use gluten-free all-purpose flour. They didn't do that in, like, the olden times. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like if you're allergic to gluten... You're allergic like, to... Oh, you're well, allergic I guess to Jesus. the body of Christ just kind of, like, you. makes your... <laughs> Inflames your stomach, but yeah, compels you. <laughs> well, we're gonna end this episode early and go repent. Um, but what do I need to take inventory of and turn from? I don't know. That's biblical repenting. I know. There are many people that need to do that. Well, that, yeah. Storing your treasures up or like storing your kingdom goods up, basically. Dude, I am so crackly. My freaking wrist just cracked like that. <laughs> like a log on a fire. I feel like I can like crack my ankles at night and then they just like reset and then I get to crack them again. Dude. And then they reset and then crack them again. It's so satisfying. Dude, Jen. I'm sorry. I'm not going to use her last name. Jen was doing the last like stand up speaking speaking mm-hmm. and it got quiet and i'm just sitting there and, and you I went like, snap crackle pop I flex no i flex my damn like shin muscle and it was like snap like someone freaking cracked <laughs> a whip and i was like but it like echoed throughout that whole like campus <laughs> because it's such a big like acoustical mm-hmm. nightmare in there <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when Giddy runs around screaming with our 11-foot ceiling. Yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, but yeah, if you ever hear cracking in church and you go to church with us and you listen to this episode, it's me. <laughs> I can't me. help I'm it. I'm the cracking. It's genetic. It's my ankles. I want to see if I can do it during this. Mine won't crack. I've been cracking them it's all day, ready. so they're not, yeah. It's not you nighttime, feel it, it's not right? bedtime yet. You feel it, right? It's almost like I have a piece of wood stuck to my shin right now. <laughs> it's like I'm in a shin splint or something. It's like, gonna snap it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't remember what the topic of this episode was, so. I don't think we had one defined. Yeah, we didn't really have one because we kind of were like, last minute hey we didn't do the episode we should do the episode what do you want to talk about the thing that's annoying about (laughs) us is that we had a topic to talk about and we just talked about it yesterday without the mics yeah and And once you like i'm just so exhausted to it yeah exactly once you have that in-depth discussion on it you're like i don't we were talking for hours about that stupid thing uh, yeah. I'm sorry. That was not supposed <laughs> to be in the mic. <laughs> and I like pushed it out. <laughs> well, this is going to be a chaotic episode. Again. I a mean, chaotic you got to. Okay. I see what you did there. Yeah, no one emailed. No. No. Do y'all so, even listen to us? No, we got like four downloads or something like that. Oh. No, people like us, I think. Do they? Yeah. Gooby. Brenda. And my aunt. <laughs> I think Danny and Bobby listen. And my aunt. Oh, we have a like. Who liked it? It was me. <laughs> <laughs> no, now we have two likes. <laughs> It was me. <laughs> uh, 
No, I mean, I enjoy... I even enjoy listening to our show. Yes. Like, I think it's fun. I don't... Like, I used to listen to the other show I was on. Oh. No. Why are you listening to older episodes, everybody? Can you listen to the one I just put out? Well, they want to catch up first. Yeah, I You don't guess. want to start in the middle of a podcast. I mean, it's not like we actually, we don't have any continuity to these episodes. So it's not like you're going to like not have context for a newer episode if you don't listen to the other ones. Like it's something different every time. (laughs) Each episode is pretty much standalone. Yeah. The like was Brenda. (laughs) Thank you, Brenda. I got to send her a, a, like we got to make a Sugar Spice Jesus Christ mug and send it to her or something. I can print one out. out. Yeah, that'd be fun. Merch. But um, I'm waiting for the Russian bots to just blow our show up. Not like blow it up, but like. Oh, the ones that do like those DDoS attacks? Yeah, (laughs) when we have a thousand downloads on (laughs) one episode. It's like, babe, we went viral. Yeah, we went viral. In Russia. (laughs) What are they going to do? I mean, there's Russian Orthodox people that we probably offended during this episode. Probably. Yeah, I don't mean to be offensive. No, it's it's definitely not like a heart posture to be offensive. Yeah. It's just more of the autism. I, I could make fun of Protestantism. Like, there's a lot of dumb stuff that happens in Protestantism. <laughs> Protestantism. Yeah. Like Stephen Furtick. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do we got? Uh, Joel Osteen. He's great. Joyce Meyer. I never... I thought she only wrote a book. Oh, no. She's a female pastor. What have we done? Those don't exist. Yeah, so she's just a speaker. Yes. Ah. Or is she actually like a pastor? Kenneth Copeland. That's another... No, no. That's another mess. Yeah. Joyce Meyer's. Meyer. Just Meyer. Meyer. She wrote a book. You have She's the book. She's written so many don't books. Don't you have the book? I don't think I own anything by Joyce you Meyer. You never had a book. And if I do own anything by Joyce Meyer, it needs to be burned. Ooh. Case into book burning. She's a heretic. And book banning. She's a heretic. Kay wants to ban books and knowledge. Only ones that don't agree with scripture. So all of <laughs> Sure. Almost all of them. Sure. All the secular books. Out the window. Gone. Not necessarily. I said only those that oppose scripture. Oh. Contradict it. So like, yeah. If it's like fiction, then it's like standalone. Or like Twilight. Like, that should be burned anyway. That contradicts scripture. Twilight? Yes. So you're cool with burning it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> that hits the... I wrote a college entrance essay. To what school? I don't I don't remember. It was a Christian school. No, it was... Um, it wasn't like a, like a real um, admission one. It was like a project for... High school? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it was on how Edward Cullen is the perfect gentleman. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, that's so cringe. Who like, burned that? You burned that? I, I feel like I just threw it out. Yeah, good. This is not me making fun of you. Oh, no, you, you probably should. <laughs> I, I cringe myself at it. Like, Well, I mean, I love Robert Pattinson. I freaking hate that movie. <laughs> Those movies are so bad. It was, you know what, I was, I was 17 and enamored with the idea of forever love. There's some stuff in that, those Yes, it's though. freaking messed up, okay? There's you a lot of issues. imprinted on my daughter? It's like, what you is You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> and then, 
that baseball game makes no sense. You just like you just bounce between the very last movie and the very first. Movie. I know this is how my brain <laughs> operates. Okay, I don't know. I don't remember the order of these dumb movies. Okay, you did go to see them with me though. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Which one did I see with you? Didn't Twilight you... was out before we were. Didn't doing... you take me to see like the last one? That was Hunger Games. Yeah, we saw Hunger Games, but you took me to see one of them. I didn't take you to see none of the Twilight movies. Are you sure? Those were long done. Are you sure? What? This is, like, not a good episode. (laughs) Maybe I am thinking of Hunger Games. Yeah, who was your other boyfriend that took you to Twilight? I didn't have any boyfriend take me to Twilight. Okay, well, why would it have been You were the first boyfriend I was allowed to have. Yeah, but you had other ones. Yeah, but, like, none that were allowed to take me to the movies. 2012. Maybe I did take you to see Breaking Dawn. I don't remember. Do you remember, remember when going. one of one of the I vampires re- had their head ripped off? And it was, like, shocking for everybody. He was like, oh. No. No? All right, then you probably didn't. Because that was a really shocking scene for everybody. And Maybe it, it was. It was, like, no. a super twist because, like, re- it wasn't mo- in the book. Hold on. Is this the movie... That is gearing up like they're gonna fight. They're gonna, they're gonna fight, fight. They're gonna fight, and they don't. No, no, fight. no, no, no. They do fight. They do fight, but, but it's, it's all just fake. a vision. Yes, that's the movie. Okay, yes. I remember that. It's stupid. Ha! You did. Sorry, I just shouted in your ear, but I was and, really and you excited. swore. You dropped an f bomb. Did I? I think you did. No, I didn't. I don't know. I'm gonna have to listen back to that. You dropped an f bomb. Oh no. That's a spice take. Sorry, yeah. kids. <laughs> it happens sometimes. I mean, it's just vibrations. They're a little sensitive to that here in the South versus in the North. It's just like part of your everyday language. Yeah, I guess. New Yorkers use it as filler. It's not. Yeah, it's like swear um, words. Colorful. We don't mean it to be swear. Yeah, no, it's we're not really filler. using it as like. It's like I'm thinking, so I'm gonna fill it's it. Colorful. With it's colorful. It's it's like word. expressive. It's more like emotive. You know, there's just something satisfying about like physically saying it. Like it's like, oh, I was at. I'm gonna drop a word here. Um, I was at the damn doctor. Like as a New Yorker, that just means he was at the doctor. As a Southerner, he really hates that doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so it's different. Yeah. But also, apparently, in the South, if you're not, like, if you don't have that Southern hospitality of, like, holding a conversation with someone and being, like, super polite and, like, warm and, like, welcoming, then it's like, oh, uh, like, if you're a business owner like that, I saw a post today where they're like, oh, I went into this bakery and the guy, like, didn't even talk to me. Like, how do we, how do we feel about this like has anybody else had a similar experience they're like ah no he's just from the northeast oh <laughs> he <laughs> he's, a, he's a new york it. he's a baker from new york yeah, yeah, yeah. um he's a snowman and he must have just he human. must have just been having an off day because he's a really nice guy um and it's just it's funny how like northeastern i ne- i didn't realize before i saw this post that like we have a reputation and it's not good good yeah i know but it's because it's like i I guess I was born with Southern hospitality. To be fair, the South got a good reputation probably like after the Civil War. <laughs> no, actually, maybe later on in the Civil War because there was still some messed up stuff that was happening down there's here. Still, so. There's still people in the South that are like, still like that, yeah. Are butthurt about r- that. <laughs> no, not that they got beat because they were terrible. Like, the South was mad racist. That's what I'm saying. And slavery. There's still people in the South that are like butthurt that. that they lost yeah. the Civil War and can't... Oh, my God. Remember we went to Tennessee? Like, we literally pull into Tennessee as we're driving to Tennessee. There's a Confederate flag. And just like That's the before we see flying. any American flag, Confederate flag, on the side of the highway, up in the air, like 20... 20- feet like that was the country we were in it's like you like, realize that that's basically if just I didn't have, shouting to the world yeah. that like... 
I'm racist. I don't value human life. Yeah, I mean, it was a war flag, but like Confederacy. Okay, but not that a good side thing. of the war—that's that's like flying. I don't know, a Nazi flag. Apparently, there was another Confederate flag that was the bad one, but like. History has shown this one multiple times as being the traitors to the states. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I was like, if we didn't have family here, I would never come back to the state. Now that I don't have family here, there, I'm never going back to Tennessee. There's no need. Oh, yeah. And that's not me being a whitewashed liberal. It's, I feel like I'm not even welcome there because I value human life. As a whole. Yeah. Uh, this is the Circus Spice and Jesus Christ podcast. Um, thank you for tuning in. And now we're going to have our real conversation. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't have it in me to... Okay, so re- for context, the conversation that we had yesterday. So like... Oh, no, we're not... <laughs> <laughs> It's so dumb. I can't wrap my mind around it. Still. I haven't gotten any notifications about it. But basically, a lot of people are super legalistic about like old style traditional family values. Gender roles and family dynamic and structure and... Yeah. It feels weird. All of that. And there like they many... try justifying it with the Bible scriptures, and they just like. But it's didn't like work. it's a half-assed justification because yeah. it's not even specific enough. It's not. It's not undisputable. Yeah. Indisputable. Yeah, it's not indisputable. Like it's, it's like this is an the the evidence you're providing is only possible based on your personal interpretation and opinion of it and you're not even taking the full context of the passage into consideration to understand who the audience is that's being addressed well the scripture is first opinions 316 hmm. so i must have missed that one yeah in my uh in your, in your plan. yeah <laughs> in your version of the bible hmm. um but yeah, it's just not a good conversation, actually, in retrospect for a podcast. So um, we kind of... The the end result of it, the takeaway, is that there is freedom under Christ. Uh, the, not freedom to sin, but just like... No. Yeah. Well, like Paul says, you know, so does that mean that, you know, because God's grace is abundant, that that's a license to sin so that grace may abound? Absolutely not. It's it's just more of where was I going with that? It's more of just you're not the freedom in Christ. Um like he when Jesus was here he was very um he was intentional about making sure that his disciples knew that it wasn't about the letter of the law. It was about the spirit of the law. So when he healed on the Sabbath and challenged the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and he defended his disciples picking green on the Sabbath as they were walking because they were hungry, um, that is Christ saying that, like, you can't take my laws and my guidance and then turn it into a rigid framework through which you judge and condemn others Mm. um, and control others and so by healing on the sabbath and by you know allowing things that are technically considered work um, to be because it's good because the sabbath was made for man not man for the sabbath um And so that freedom, that similar, same kind of freedom, I believe permeates everything, including gender roles and responsibilities and, you know, the um, delegation of tasks and what have you. When it comes to authority, scripture is very clear 
on the hierarchy and how that is to be laid out. Um, but as far as the gender roles, such as who earns the financial income for the home, who is responsible for cooking, who is responsible for, you know, maintaining the outside of the home, who's responsible for um, teaching the children and raising them up in the way they should go, who's responsible for I think there are this, that, the other a thing. couple specifics, but nothing like... There's no hard and fast defined. The man must be the only one that does this, and the woman must be the only one that does this. Well, there is like a... He must lead his home. Mm-mm. I'm talking about specific responsibilities oh, yeah. assigned to the to the genders. There's fathers, mothers, husbands, and wives. Mm-hmm. And old women. And older women. And, and older men and younger women and younger men. Like children. There's there's groups of people. Um and to try and apply the same ideal to every single group of you know people or you know every body within the body is just it's not it doesn't allow for the grace and mercy that comes with the infinite complexity and variety that God has in his creation like it's Especially considering in today's economic climate that most of the time it's not possible to have a single income home. And so to say that the only acceptable like family dynamic structure, what have you, is for the woman to be a stay-at-home mom and homeschool the kids and... The dad should be the one that goes out and provides financially for the family as the sole provider. And the woman should work in the home. And... Oh, this is what that meme was. That conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you are a man whose wife works a full-time job outside of the home, then basically you're like a woman. Or you, you're yeah. not a real man. Yeah, or you're married to a man. Right. Yeah, it was just dumb. And it's like, you're not, like, I'm glad that that works for you and that you have the, you have been blessed by the Lord abundantly to be able to afford to have you be the only one that works, that your wife can, you know, be home with the kids. Not everybody is blessed in the same way. And to denigrate your brother's that just don't have the same opportunity that you do is it's not right um you know because there are plenty of men that work until they are exhausted they come home wiped and they don't make a fraction of what other people who just sit at a desk all day do or just tell what others people what to do the ones that keep the infrastructure going <laughs> to keep the lights on and the, the toilets actual, going like, the actual the hands ones. and feet, the yeah. manual work. They don't make enough. <laughs> you know, they, they work the hardest and they make the least most of the time. Yeah. And you can't tell me that it's sinful for, for me to, to be an able-bodied woman that goes and, and works outside of my home to help with the financial income so that we can support and disciple our family. And be generous and love others and do all that that you have to do with money. Um, that it would be sinful for me to do that than to force my husband to work two or three jobs and be away from home and never home and never see his kids, never have any input in their lives, not being able to see them grow not being able to disciple them not being able to have any impact on them because he's always out of the home That's working it. work is only for money though like you don't work on relationships you don't work on anything else i mean you can be effectively used for the kingdom at work too but 
also... No, I mean, like, that's saying that work is just strictly what it is. Like... You, as a man, as the head of your home, as my husband, as a father, you are so much more than just... A profession. The means to a paycheck. And I would rather have your time and your presence than... The minimum wage you would make at McDonald's at another, <laughs> another part time job because there's not enough hours in the day for me to have another any, full-time like, job. Right. Exactly. Or like any decently paying job would want your prime time hours, which right. are already spoken for. Yeah. Um, and so you can't you can't tell me that me loving my husband and being willing and cheerful and like joyfully um, able to help him provide for our family that that is sinful because the man is supposed to be the one that makes the money like I'm sorry you have isogeted jetted sure. you've inserted Opinions. your own American ideologies into scripture and then tried to force that on others and make them feel less than like they're like a failure at being spiritually you know mature successful like moving forward advancing like they'll forever be stuck because well i'm always going to be living in sin because i can't afford to like be the sole provider for my family so like what's the point well what good is it like if you look at statistics kids are more messed up when dad's not home yeah and what's the difference between dad not being home because he's a deadbeat and left or dad not being home because he's working so much so that mom can be home there's no difference you're still not there to disciple your children and the bible has imperatives is, for fathers yeah, there is no united front there is no it's only on the mother to disciple the children and nurture them and make sure that they go in the way that they should go actually that's on most of it's dad yeah like it's punishment is on the father like discipline and and molding character that's on the father in the proverbs and so lucky (laughs) it's such a hard thing to discipline your kids it is especially when there's you know that that delicate balance between is it them just being a kid is it them with their discipline i'm saying just discipline in general no 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 i know it doesn't have to be like physical like punishment it's just discipline in general like take away the tv or like you don't want to make them unhappy. You don't right, want them exactly. To feel like, oh. But especially trying to figure out if it's something that that requires that. Mm. Like, is this defiance that requires discipline, or is this you just being hungry and tired and you just are having you need a really to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah? You need a sandwich and bedtime. <laughs> right. Like, do you need some grace, a sandwich, and bedtime, or do you need to get a spanking? Yeah. You know, it's it's having the Holy Spirit give you that discernment. And that wisdom and that grace to be able to know when to apply what they need. And that I couldn't do that without you because our kids are half you. I can't understand them without your input. And if you're never home because you're too busy working so that I could be home. What good am I if I'm not home? What kind of a mom can I be if I don't have any? Come home and have, you know, my dinner with saran wrap over the top of it while you're in bed already like it's just not life i'm sorry i want to be there for my kids yeah and i'm like i wish i could give you a way to not have to work but i don't make enough so but like also that's the freedom that we have under christ we can adapt to what allows us to get through this age um closer together closer to christ closer to our kids without worrying about the condemnation and the rigid structure of how we're supposed to be doing things like all of sin is about your heart posture it's not about what you actually do like if sin was about just your behaviors 
then I feel like You do this every time when we hit like that almost like one minute before the hour mark. You did this last episode too. I don't understand how it happens. Um, It's a heart posture. Not what you literally do. Because if sin was what you literally do. I don't remember where I was going with that. Well, I know where we're going with this. We're going to wrap this up <laughs> because this episode is a complete disaster. <laughs> I I enjoy episodes that are a little chaotic because it keeps me engaged as a listener. I don't know how our listeners fare with this, but um, download the episodes and listen. Give us a rating somewhere. I think Spotify does ratings. Um, the website does a rating, so when I go to the podcast website, which should be accessible, how do I go to the podcast website? This is a mess. Nope. There it is. This is SSJC Podcast at podbean.com. You can do, you can listen to the episodes there. You can find all the apps we're on. If one of those apps is more appealing, that Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the other ones have at it. Yeah, that thought's not coming. Yeah, back. it's not. I figured it has completely left the station. Yeah, it's, it's good. gone. You'll remember it. I at can't three even in the see morning. the caboose anymore. You'll, it's you'll, over the horizon. <laughs> when the train comes back <laughs> to drop off the other passengers, you'll be like, "Oh, um, <laughs> it'll be like three a.m." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's all to say. We love you guys. Jesus be with you. Jesus be with you. If you want to email, you can. SSJCpodcast at gmail.com. I deleted Twitter, so don't even bother. Twitter's a disaster. It's not even Twitter. It's X. Is it? X. That's just what it's called. X. It's not Twitter. It's not Okay. Love you.